Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. To say we just uh, went through an eventful weekend would be quite an understatement. Uh, so much to talk about today, as with every day, but it really was uh, a jam-packed weekend of, of news and, uh, and occurrences, and historic, really, in nature. RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, passed away on Friday night. So, of course, the battle immediately began. I mean, let's take a minute and, you know, maybe you honor her life because certainly liberals love her. I mean, a lot, pretty much everybody, I think, has respect for Ruth Bader Ginsburg because she took a stand on a lot of different things. And uh, if you go back to the movies, you know, they they thought she was an actual feminist crusader throughout <clears throat> her entire life. Uh, now, I disagreed with her strongly as to uh, the way she conducted herself as a Supreme Court justice. But, you know, you pay credit where credit is due. And she, she did do incredible things during her life. So the left can't even stop and take a minute and say, wow, that's, that's really sad. Uh, our thoughts and prayers are with her family. No. <laughs> Instead, it's all threats and talking about burning the country down. We're going to burn the entire thing down if uh, a nomination is made before uh, the election cycle. Wow, really? Hmm. hmm. All right. Uh, maybe we should have the uh, law enforcement agencies uh, show up at your door and just check into your terrorist threats. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. That doesn't seem like. Um, it doesn't seem like a thing you just let roll off our backs because we've seen that they really mean it. These Marxists, these leftists, really mean it. They're trying to burn the country down. Here's yet another excuse for them. And, of course, <clears throat> the hypocrisy of the GOP. That's really all CNN's talking about this morning because they're talking about immediately nominating somebody and then going through the process of the vote in the Senate during a presidential election year, which they had no problem with last time, if you remember correctly. But it's only the GOP that they're going to recognize. Of course, they're saying the opposite thing this time. Both parties do that. They do it every single time on every single issue. Yes, they flip-flopped on whether or not you should nominate a Supreme Court justice in an election year. Yep. What a surprise, right? Because the Democrats have done this a billion times. But uh, here is the moment where President Trump, was he getting off a plane or just or going on I think he was leaving. Plane? He was in uh, Bemidji, Minnesota, leaving um, an event, getting onto an airplane when a reporter uh, first informed him. And here's what he said. We did not add the music. It is way in the background at the stage. She just died? Wow. I didn't know that. I just, uh, you're telling me now for the first time. She led an amazing life. What else can you say? She was an amazing woman. Whether you agreed or not, she was an amazing woman who led an amazing life. Hmm. I'm actually sad to hear that. I am sad to hear that. Thank you very much. And then he walks off. What an appropriate and presidential response. Sure was. That is fantastic. He gave them nothing 
right there to jump all over him about. And you know they were hoping for it. They were hoping he was going to launch into something about, you know, her liberalism or now we get a chance to fix the court. (laughs) None of that stuff. None of it. Yeah, that was uh, that was that, awesome. That was almost like a scene from a movie. The way that the the lighting from behind him, then the tiny dancer tiny from Elton dancer John playing, playing in the background. <laughs> it's weird. And that was his. I mean, that was his gut response right there. Yep. You know, I mean, he had no time to prepare anything. You saw his reaction in real time, and he was genuine. And he was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Saturday morning, President Trump tweeted this: uh, GOP. We put in this. We were put in this position of power and importance to make decisions for the people who so proudly elected us. The most important of which has long been considered to be the selection of United States Supreme Court justices. We have this obligation without delay. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's not what we were saying in 2016 <laughs> for almost an entire year. <laughs> Uh, but we're saying it now. <laughs> this is a no-win situation for Trump, right? It is, yeah. Because if he doesn't fill this, then people are going to look at this. It's going to be spun by the media as you got to keep the court balanced. Yeah. Right? We got to mm-hmm. elect Biden to keep the court balanced the way, you know, fill a liberal with a liberal. Nope. Yeah. Sorry. I mean. Nope. And the GOP in Washington, D.C. has no spine whatsoever. But Trump, None. Trump gives them that. But. It's amazing. Wouldn't it be great if Ted Cruz is the nominee? Mm. I think Ted Cruz would make a great Supreme Court justice. So how would he vote for confirmation? Because you're going to need that vote. You've already lost two Republican That's senators. True. You're down to 51. That's you can true. only lose one more. Wow. And you can't wait till after the election to have the vote because holding the Senate is really up in, up in the air right now. We don't, we don't know what they're going to. Uh, so this is a really critical time. And of course, as we notice the right hypocrisy on this, there's also hypocrisy from the left because they were dead set against waiting until after the election last time this happened. But now, oh, you must wait or we're going to or we're going to burn the country down. I don't remember any Republicans saying that in 2016. Hmm. Uh, they are despicable. Here's uh, just a typical reaction from the left. Oh, no. From uh, this sweet cheeks. You guys! <laughs> I'm driving in a car, but I just got a notification that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died! What? Uh, Could this year get any <laughs> Yes, don't ask that question Ruth, again, Puddin'. You just had to make it to 2021! <laughs> <laughs> Pause it for a second. So is she blaming Ruth Bader Ginsburg for dying? Yeah. Yeah. You just had <laughs> you to make just, it to 2021. You only had to make it another few months. That is inconsiderate of her to have died in a, at a very inconvenient time for the Democrats. How dare she? Wow, what a lot of nerve she has. All right, let's see the rest of this. I think that might have been it. Oh, was that it? I think it just ends with her screaming hysterically. In fact, that's... Kind of what I sounded like Sunday afternoon watching the Falcons, but I digress. Uh, So anyhow, yeah, that that was Uh the initial reaction by uh, the left uh, on social media on Friday night. Yeah, and I mean, they were were making terrorist threats all weekend long, talking about burning down the country. If they nominate somebody before the election and have a vote on it, 
we're going to burn this thing, whole thing down, is what was said multiple times. And you know how the media is going to spin Trump uh, appointing someone, nominating someone, mm-hmm. whether this person gets through or not. But I think he is willing, I, I genuinely think that he's willing to sacrifice re-election to fill this vacancy, to make his mark on the court. One mm-hmm. third of the justices would be his. And he might even want to make good on Kavanaugh at this point. Who knows? So I don't know. Here's what Lindsey Graham had to say uh, in 2016 about, uh, about the situation when we were in a very, very similar situation. This is the last year uh, <laughs> of a lame duck president. Mm-hmm. And if Ted Cruz or Donald Trump get to be president, they've all asked us not to confirm or take up a selection by President uh, Obama. Okay. So if a vacancy occurs in their last year, of their first term, guess what? What? You will use their words against them. Oh. I want you to use my words against me. Oh, shut If there's up. a Republican president in 2016 and a vacancy occurs in okay. the last year of the first term, you can say, <laughs> Lindsey Graham said, let's let the next president, who it, whoever it might be, make that nomination, and you could use my words against me, and you'd be absolutely right. Uh-oh. <laughs> so that, that was a big... You know, commercial PSA there of the uh, left over the weekend. And immediately they've got that they've got that going. Wow. Uh, just too many words, Lindsay. Huh. Well, okay, there's uh, admittedly a little bit of hypocrisy and, or inconsistency. And he said it's different. No, I meant if it's uh you know, a different party and I think that's what people are saying that Mitch McConnell was saying back then. If it's if the presidency and the Senate are two different parties, then you don't Right, pick, pick this fight, whatever. Okay. Uh, that's a nice, <laughs> nice that's spin. a nice spin on that. <laughs> uh, but maybe the 2020 Democrats should listen to what the 2016 Democrats oh. had to say about filling the seat. Okay. The American people deserve a fully staffed court of nine. The president right. nominates, right. and then the Senate advises and consents or not but they go forward with the process. What we're seeing here, and I hope this is temporary, is a disrespect for the Constitution. The Constitution is 100% clear. The President of the United States has the right to nominate someone to be a Justice of the Supreme Court. Senate's function is to hold hearings and to vote. The blockade on filling a naturally occurring vacancy, in my view, is harmful to the independence of the Article Three branch. You cannot keep a seat on the Supreme Court, which represents all of us. You cannot keep it vacant against the Constitution. Do pretty much everything they can to avoid acknowledging the legitimacy of our democratically elected president. The American people expect the president's nominee to be given a fair hearing and a timely vote in the Senate. Every day that goes by without a ninth justice is another day the American people's business is not getting done. I say to you, okay. do your job. Vote for a Supreme Court nominee. Right. Instead of just saying the blanket rule is no matter who you are, no matter what your qualifications, because you were sent by this president, we will create a unique rule for you and refuse <laughs> to entertain you. One of the most important um, consequences of who is president of the United States is who sits on the United States Supreme Court. If you want to stop extremism in your party, you can start by showing the American people that you respect 
the President of the United States oh and the Constitution. The American people deserve a fully staffed court of nine. You're right. You're right. <laughs> a fully staffed court of nine. That's also important because, let's say President Trump goes ahead, nominates, Senate confirms. Uh, we've got the nine justices that they that they demanded. Eh, what do you think their next step is if Biden wins the presidency and the Harris-Biden administration has anything to do with this? They're going to pack the court. They'll go to 15. Mm. I'll bet you any amount of money they'll go to 15 and just pack them all with uh, super liberal non-constitutionalists. It's agonizing. And of course, CNN ignores all the Democrat hypocrisy. If they had one ounce of decency fairness impartiality they would be talking about both sides doing this yeah i love how ted cruz said over the weekend look i mean you guys have already threatened that this election is going to be determined in court if it ends up right. at the supreme court you don't want a 4-4 tie it's <laughs> <laughs> a good point yeah <clears throat> yeah i like that yep and then you know it's, others are saying look if you can impeach a president in an election year then he can fill a Supreme Court vacancy in an election year. Yeah. That's a good point, too. Yes, it I is. Like it. Uh, AOC <clears throat> took it upon herself to tell us about uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's dying wish. Oh. Yeah. I need you to be ready. I need you to be ready. <laughs> and I need you to be ready. ready to be responsive. And by that, I mean, we don't quite know what the next play is in terms of this issue on the Supreme Court, right? Mitch McConnell sent out a statement tonight. um, And as I said at the opening, the very last dying wish of RBG Mm. was that her vacancy not be filled until the new president takes office in January. That was her dying wish. tonight. Mitch McConnell. She doesn't make that determination. The night that she, the night of her Mm. passing, he couldn't wait 24 hours, issued a statement saying that he was going to uh, give Trump a vote in violation of of her dying wish. (laughs) In violation of her dying wish. People could say this is horrible. As if her dying wish is now consecrated law. It's been, it's been, Entered into the U.S. Constitution. It was her dying wish. You can't go against that. It's right there in the good and plenty clause. <laughs> is it not? It is not. No. no. No, it's really not. So it doesn't matter what her dying wish was on this particular issue. If her dying, What if her dying wish was that we need to ban all guns in the United States? Well, it was, her, it was Ruth Bader Ginsburg's <laughs> dying wish. We've got to ban all guns in the United States of America. We can't go forward in a nation where people own guns. So that's just asinine. Asinine. And the other thing is, I don't believe her in the first place. I don't believe that was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You could say anything you want. Her family can say anything you want about what her last, last wish was. We have no idea that's true. What we do have is something that Ruth Bader Ginsburg herself said in 2016. Oh. Yeah, check this out that's been making the rounds on the on the web. There it is, right there. Ruth. And there it is. Ruth Bader Ginsburg said this in 2016 
about Merrick Garland's Supreme Court nomination. That's their job. There's nothing in the Constitution that says the president stops being president in his last year. <laughs> Nominate a new justice, Mr. <laughs> president. Oh, there you go. Okay. Well, all righty. GOP <clears throat> looking to take their victories now because you've seen what being nice gets you. Uh, exactly. And I think they've now got the leader of their party that... He's not going to be nice about it. No, and he... You can hide behind him if you want to, Mitch. Whatever. If Yeah, if that's what you need to do, because we all know Mitch McConnell has no spine. He's got an outer <laughs> shell, and he just sticks his head oh, yeah. out of it from time to time. Like, like, like say, a turtle. Like, like a turtle. <laughs> exactly like a turtle. You know, the most pathetic thing from this, think of how the liberal rulings of the Supreme Court over the last half century. Think of this. In the last 53 years... 14 mm-hmm. justices have been appointed by Republican presidents. Only four from Democrats. Is that wow. not depressing? Yeah, it is. We, have... we don't have a better a better split then? Right. We should own that court. The court should be oh. completely constitutionalist and pretty predictable when it comes to all of these rulings that they've been making. And yet they're not and haven't been for a long time. All right, let me take 60 seconds and tell you about Patriot Mobile. Every day, we see new shocking videos of anarchists threatening innocent people, destroying businesses, throwing Molotov cocktails. Completely out of control. These riots have endured because the money keeps flowing in. Where's that coming from? Well, did you know that Verizon donated $10 million to a whole bunch of social justice organizations, including Al Sharpton's National Action Network? You don't need that from your cell phone company. It's bad enough as it is without your bill going to fund left-wing causes. That's why there's Patriot Mobile. They share your values. They love America. They're not going to send your money to left-wing organizations or to Planned Parenthood. Instead, you'll get the same reliable nationwide service, and you'll be supporting a a company that's like-minded. Go to patriotmobile.com slash pat. Get free activation plus a special gift when you use the offer code pat. Or you can call their U.S.-based customer service team, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. 888 making the apocalypse fun since 2017. Uh, here is a uh, tweet that uh, our, one of our favorite Democrats, Chucky e. Schumer, sent out uh, over the weekend. Attention, G- GOP. Senate has confirmed 17 SCOTUS jurists in presidential elections. No, he sent that in 2016. Oh, this was a 2016. Yeah, right. Yeah, this this was another a hypocritical Democrat tweet from <laughs> right. four years ago. Do your job. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if he would have sent that out this weekend? <laughs> Wouldn't that it have been, been nice? That would have been great. It would be like, hey, look at that. He's consistent. No, of course not. You got to play politics. No matter what the situation or circumstance, it's got to be political. Another Democrat tweet uh, from 2016. This guy you might recognize as well. Uh, his name is Barack Obama. Summer's almost over. Sent this out on August 30th. 2016. Yes. Summer's almost over. Senate leaders. Hashtag do your job. Do your job. Again, wouldn't that be nice to see that tweet updated 
and sent out, I don't know, today. Retweet his own tweet, yeah. So uh, great. Boy, we thought we were going to have to wait till November for all the chaos and the no. insanity in the streets. Uh, no, no, we're, we're getting an early start. Geez. This is going to be bad. And then we've got um, Nancy Pelosi uh, trying to spew out something. Anyway, first of all, she was talking about uh, not ruling out impeaching Trump to stop a, a SCOTUS nomination. Yeah. Some have mentioned the possibility, if they try to push through a nominee in a lame duck session, that, that you in this, the House could move to impeach President, President Trump or Attorney General Barr mm-hmm. as a way of stalling and preventing the Senate from acting on this nomination. Well, we have our options. We have arrows in our quiver that I'm not about to discuss right now. Oh, well, isn't that fascinating? She's got arrows in her quiver, but she's not willing to discuss them right now. She's got to have her uh, caucus meeting later this morning and then go from there. Mm. I mean, if that was a Republican response from the Speaker of the House, I mean, CNN would be nonstop. Nonstop on that particular clip. Um, we got another another Nancy Pelosi it's, clip. It's weird, man. Figure with, this uh, one out. I don't know what's going on here. Check this out. Ten states, as I said, on Friday, I started their early voting the, the day that we lost but, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But to be clear, you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out. Good morning. Sunday morning. What? The, uh, the, the, we have a responsibility. We take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution what? of the United States. Good morning, Wait. Sunday morning. Yeah, just good morning, Sunday morning. I just she maybe she forgot. Maybe she was on a delay from when the interview began minutes earlier, and she was just at that moment had the opportunity uh-huh. to, to wish say George good morning to George. Good morning. good morning this morning, Sunday morning <laughs> in the morning time. It's a beautiful morning for a morning, isn't it? Uh, beautiful, beautiful morning this morning. Oh, Mr. Snuffleupagus. Golly. Uh, yeah, you know, you, you throw in Snuffleupagus. I'm not convinced she wouldn't say that at some point to him. I know. And think that that was him, that she was on the set of Sesame Street at the moment. I have to see that one more time. Yeah, really. It's just plain bizarre. Ten states, as I said, on Friday, I started their early voting the, the day that we lost but, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But to be mm. clear, you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out. Good morning. Sunday morning. The, uh, what? The, 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 we what? have a responsibility. We take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution the, yeah. of the United States. Yeah, I, I think she got rebooted at that moment or something. It's what Honestly. it seems like. Or the teleprompter like freaked out or something, and she's reading a teleprompter that she should have read good morning, Sunday morning at the very beginning of the... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's mm. weird. That is a weird response. C- good morning. Sunday morning. Wait, what? We are in hell. And of course, Stephanopoulos just lets it go. Yeah, yeah he, but, but I know. Look on his face, though. His <laughs> eyes were big like, uh, you okay? So what should I do? What, what, what do you do with that? Well, good morning to you as well, uh, speaker. <laughs> it's... Maybe she forgot that part because, like, we did we talk about this just on Friday? How much we hate it when people start the interview. They've been asked a specific question, 
And instead oh, of yeah. just answering the question, they go back to, well, first of all, no. Tom, uh, thank you for having me on. Now, there was an interview off the air during a commercial break that started on one of the news channels. And, and we got the show behind the show from Pat that morning because mm. the guy, yeah, he, his intro was like, you know, 15 seconds of, well, good morning. Thanks for having me on this morning. And you made a point for me and Jeffy to point that out. Yes. That is a waste of time. Waste of time. Please stop doing that. <laughs> Just answer the question. Well, first of all, it's a beautiful, sunny morning. <laughs> Thank you for having me on on this beautiful, sunshiny morning. I'm actually not even in the sunshine right now. This is a backdrop in a studio to make it look like I'm outside, but well, it's, I'm really not. Well, Congressman, have you been outside yet today? Well, first of all, let me tell you this. Uh, yeah. I appreciate your being, you're having me on here uh, today because uh-huh. uh, I've always wanted to like your show. Yeah, oh yeah. I've watched it, I don't know, 17 or 18 times. So what all the way through. Should the president sign? Of course, the... I've watched it much more than that. Okay, but the bill that's. You know, in pieces. Okay, but there's a bill but, uh, on President Trump's desk right, right now. Mm-hmm. Should he sign it? Well, first of all, I was telling your producer when they called me to set up the interview that uh, we're having some pretty nice weather okay, uh, here your... in Washington. <laughs> sure. Wish you were here because yeah. it's really beautiful. Right. Your this district, morning, your Sunday morning. Your Good district's morning. lovely. I've got the calendar that mm-hmm. your staff sends out every year. Mm-hmm. But we're just mm-hmm. wondering your yes. opinion on the legislation that has yes. made it through both chambers of Congress. It's sitting on President Trump's desk. Your thoughts, should he sign it? You supported the bill, you voted for it. But do you think now, after having more time to think about this, should mm-hmm. the president sign it? Good morning. <laughs> Sunday morning. <laughs> what was that i don't know i really don't know I, what is it with nancy pelosi joe biden so many of them are just it's, out. it's scary dude it's really frightening these are the people making the decisions although they shouldn't impact your life yeah, they are yeah yep uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. and you know despite the fact that ruth bader ginsburg has had health issues now for some time and we've heard about what four cancer scares i think mm. it still surprised me that she just died that quickly uh on friday because she's been going in and out of the hospital and every time she came out she looked fine looked like the little dynamo that she is uh so it was it was a uh a sad day mm-hmm. and you know you should pay tribute to the woman who is who has given a lot of service to her country now i disagree with obviously her ideology and the way in which she chose to to render her judgments and what she said about the constitution because wow some of that was frightening yeah in fact uh i might remind you of exactly what uh ruth bader ginsburg thought of the constitution you should certainly be aided by all the constitution writing that has gone on Mm -hmm. since the end of world war ii this is about how they base, you know, how they, what, what do you base your decisions on in the U.S. Supreme Court? The answer, of course, should be the U.S. Constitution. That's the only answer. Right? Whether, whether or not it's constitutional. Um, I would not look to the U.S. Constitution if I were drafting a constitution in the year 2012. Okay. She wouldn't look to the U.S. Constitution? That's your only job. Wow. I might look at the Constitution of South Africa. Sure. That was a, a deliberate attempt mm-hmm. to have to. a fundamental instrument of government that embraced basic human rights hmm. 
had an independent judiciary. It's it, it really is. Uh, what if we had an independent judiciary? Wouldn't that be something? What a concept. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, if, what if we had, I don't know, separate but equal branches of government? What would that be like? Huh. <laughs> Almost, uh, if, if, I don't know what a good name would be for it, but like a big court, like the major court. Or like, like, a, like a Supreme? Like a Supreme Court that mm-hmm. makes decisions that weren't influenced Which by is, politics. Right. We, or by, let's say... I don't know, a lawmaking branch, like the legislative branch. And for that matter, even if you had like an executive, they wouldn't have to answer to the executive branch either. You should write these down during the commercial break. And All we right. Can yeah, you're right. Because yeah. I, th- I think we're onto something here. I think a, a great uh, piece of work that was done. Mm-hmm. Uh, much more recently than the U.S. Constitution, the, uh, Canada. Canada's, yes. Has yeah. a charter of rights and freedoms. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Dates from 19... 19- 82. Oh, well, then, you that's way better than ours. look at the European Ancient. Convention on Human Rights. Uh-huh. So, yes, <clears throat> why not take advantage of why not? what not, there is elsewhere? That's not what we're set up in to the do. World. We don't care what the rest of the world is doing. This mm. is about our Constitution. And again, so that's why, I mean, obviously, we had massive disagreements with her, but uh-huh. uh, she I, was a fighter. Yeah, I thought the best tweet over the weekend was just a picture of her and Scalia uh, laughing together, and it just said together again. And I think we've talked about this before, but they were really close friends. They went on vacations together all the time. They hung out together. You can imagine the kind of partying Ruth Bader Ginsburg did. Right. That had to. That had to be astounding. She could cut a rug. Yeah, you got to believe. All right, Triple Eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. Gray Unleashed. The word woman does not appear even once in the U.S. Constitution. Nor does the word freedom. Your Honor. Nor does the word freedom. Your Honor. Dun, 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 dun. Of course, the word freedom does appear in yeah. the U.S. Constitution. Freedom and, of speech is kind of a thing. And what's really interesting about that uh, incredible moment from Ruth Bader Ginsburg's uh, life that was honored in that movie, uh, it never happened. Uh, there was that moment didn't actually occur. So uh, <laughs> they added that in for some reason, I guess, to be more powerful. They They do that with... Things that are based on true stories, but you would think, you know, with a historic person like that who is still alive at the time, they might pay a little closer attention. I don't oh. know. Uh, uh, okay. I mean, if you say so, a leftist <clears throat> justice misquoting the Constitution? Yeah. How about <laughs> that? Seems that seems pretty believable huh. to me. Wow. I <laughs> uh, got some tweets here. Uh, lefties are constantly disappointed that the right isn't as unhinged as they are. Bingo. Right? Uh, saltine American. The leftist in a nutshell. Why couldn't you just do things the way we want? Even dying when we want. Yeah, play the play the distraught woman who just found oh, out. You guys! <laughs> I'm driving in a car, but I just got a notification that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died! <laughs> okay. Could this year get any f- worse? <laughs> Ruth! You just had to make it to 2021! That's all you had to do. 
It's your only job. How inconsiderate of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, really. Selfish. It's really selfish of her to go ahead and die right now when it's not 2021 yet. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <sighs> All right, from Duct Tape Freak. The full reasoning in 2016 was that the Senate and presidency were split by party, so the people the people should decide through the election. I'm not crazy about it as an excuse, but there is a subtle difference here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I there is, but, you know, it's mostly the same thing. It's fun, right? It's mostly the same. It's a fun time. Yeah, it is. Keystone Pig tweets, uh, we should implement some sort of George Washington's dying wishes. <laughs> right. Like no political parties. Oh, yeah. yeah. No foreign entanglements. Wouldn't, wouldn't those, just those two corrections would help us out an awful lot. And in many times in our history. And go ahead and, and honor his precedent that he set, where I only do two terms and then I'm done. Uh, I could go on the rest of my life. I know you'd keep electing me. I don't want that. This isn't a, this is not royalty. This is not a monarchy. We're, I'm going to step aside. And then we wouldn't have the problems we do in Washington. If we had done just a few things that George Washington wanted us to do and told us would be prudent for us to do and then actually set the examples for us to do, uh, we'd be a lot better off. But, of course, we're not going to do any of those things. No. Uh, Kara3022, I find it fascinating how the socialists in Congress love to constantly invoke the Constitution in their plan to destroy the Constitution. <laughs> and I personally am sick to death of it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. Uh, all right. 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Fascinating story about Sweden. You know, you keep hearing, oh, Sweden's the worst, then you hear Sweden's the best. Then you hear, uh, Sweden didn't do this thing right, and they jeopardized way too many people, and their their, uh, number of cases far surpasses anybody in the Nordic region. Their death rate is one of the highest in the world. Now the headline, Sweden is spared the second COVID surge. They're not... They're not having the same kind of surge numbers that everybody else is in Europe is. And they're not wearing masks. They're not closing things down. They didn't do that in the beginning. And they're not doing it now because so, they're going after herd I- immunity. So they avoided it by magic is what you're saying. Just A little bit of pr- pixie dust, I believe. Pixie dust is, is, is how they got through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whether trains or trams, supermarkets or shopping malls, places where face masks are commonly worn in, in the rest of the world, Swedes go about their lives without them. What would that be like? What is that like, right? What is that like? When most of Europe locked down their populations early in the pandemic by closing schools, restaurants, gyms, and even borders, Swedes didn't. They kept enjoying all those freedoms. Uh, the relatively low-key strategy captured the world's attention, but at the same time, it coincided with a per capita death rate that was much higher than the other Nordic countries. Now as the infectious infection numbers surge again in much of Europe, this country of 10 million people has some of the lowest numbers of new coronavirus cases. Huh. And they have a whopping 14 people in intensive care. 14. So... The article, of course, the next line is, whether Sweden's strategy is succeeding, however, is still very uncertain. I mean, their numbers are kind of high for the, you know, when you compare them uh, to their neighbors. But the, again, 
they went for the herd immunity. And it seems like now that's kicking into gear and they're not experiencing the same numbers as everybody else. Um, let's see. Sweden has reported 30.3 new COVID cases per 100,000. So 30.3 is the benchmark here. In Spain, it's 292. In France, it's 172. 61.8 in the UK and 69.2 in Denmark. And 30.3 in Sweden. Right yep. Now. Yep. So it's less than half of the next best countries. Overall, Sweden has 88,237 reported infections. They've got 5,864 fatalities. Um, so it was a high rate at the beginning. Hmm. But like everywhere else, it was mostly people with pre-existing conditions. And, you know, uh, that's not saying it's okay, but... They went a different direction, and maybe in the long run, that's going to prove out to be the better direction. Yeah. So it's not the 200 million mm. that died, like uh, Joe Biden was uh, saying. Do we do we have the video of Joe Biden? Uh, yeah, he's got the secret numbers. He's got he's he's uh, good at, at math. Check this just out. Like me. But they should be. It's estimated that 200 million people have died. <laughs> probably by the time I finish this talk. Wow, wow that's Keep too many. Keep talking, then, please. The complication of COVID-19. <laughs> Like That's lung scarring and heart many. damage uh-huh. could become the next deniable pre-existing condition for over 6 million Americans. Well, that's less than 200 yeah, million. Less than 200 million. So we'd be so, doing I mean, better, yeah. I guess. So you found the silver lining. <laughs> 200 million people. Die. That is too many. I agree with I him I think on I'd that. be on board with whatever he's saying. That's two-thirds of the nation that's died uh, in this pandemic, so... So. Again, that's too. If it was just, I don't know, 150 million, you might, you might say, okay, well, yeah, we lost. A that's few almost people. like a Thanos thing. <laughs> it's only half of us are, are getting the treatment. So, uh, I think he meant 200,000. I think that's which, what he meant. You know, yes. he said by the end of his talk, well, I just checked the numbers this morning. We're still not up to 200,000. Is he still talking? Though? Maybe that's the key. Yeah, he's still talking. Okay. Uh, let me take a minute to tell you about Omega XL. Uh, if you have pain and you know kind of wears you down during the course of the day maybe it wakes you up in the middle of the night uh it's it's not fun but there is a way to reduce it if your pain is based in inflammation and for most of us that's where pain comes from omega xl it's backed by 35 years of clinical research it attacks the inflammation that's causing pain it's fantastic and it shuts off the inflammation which then in turn stops the pain but more than that it stops the damage being done to your joints uh that inflammation is eating away at your joints and will cause you problems later so do something about it try omega xl this could be the thing that finally brings you the relief to get you started when you order one bottle of omega xl you'll get a second bottle for free omega xl.com slash pat that's omega xl.com slash pat Kind of weird to see all the uh, coaches and people on the sidelines of the NFL wearing masks. It's a little disconcerting, I guess. Yeah, but Andy Reid got one that doesn't fog up now. Now he's got little holes in the top so that the uh, air doesn't. uh, They fixed it for him. Okay, but only the. So the air is allowed to escape. Because I thought that was the whole point. Don't (laughs) analyze it. 
It's for your own good that okay. you don't analyze this. All right, this. you're right. You're right. So good. He can breathe now without fogging up and still see the, the football game that's unfolding before him. Yeah. Boy, that was a game for them, too. <clears throat> yeah, Andy uh, with the Chiefs. Yeah, Harrison Butker had to kick a... Uh, 23-20? Yeah, in yeah. overtime. He had to kick a 58-yarder, which he made, but there was a timeout. Wow. And then there was a 53-yarder. He made a timeout. He had to make a 53-yarder again. So... Uh, they called t- timeout on him yeah, twice during that thing to ice him. Yeah, one was a penalty, and then one was a timeout, something like that. Anyway, he's it's money, interesting man. because usually when that happens, you make the first one because they called a timeout. Almost every time you miss the second one. Right. That's fantastic. Wow. Yeah, uh, so. Amazing. Uh, it was a good day for NFL football yesterday. Packers won again, forty-two twenty-one over the uh, Detroit day. Lions. Shut up. How the uh, don't talk. How the me. Falcons do? Please stop. Don't do this. <laughs> See, I think they were playing right here in the Metroplex. Hey, how long is the delay, Martin, on this show? I'd kind of like to know ahead of time before we start down this road. Boy, it was brutal, man. So you weren't pleased with that outcome yesterday. Hmm, that's weird. Could you? I know there are no roads that lead between our houses. Could mm. you not hear me? No, I, I did. Uh, okay. I definitely I could hear you in my mind the whole time. My, my uh, kids learned new words yesterday. Um, some neighbors were introduced to me by uh, hearing me. Through the walls of my house. If you missed it, uh, Keith's Falcons went up twenty to nothing. They also had a twenty nine ten halftime lead, and they lost forty to thirty nine. So <laughs> I mean, it's worse than that. They lost so. forty to. Th- put the picture up of uh, of the Falcons standing around looking at the ball. They they fall on this ball. They win oh, the game. Look at that. Instead, they just let it roll ten yards till the Cowboys can get on it. So it was an onside kick. It's an onside. And you got to let that roll uh, ten the, yards. The uh, kicking team the has Cowboys to let it. Need to let it go. Go ten yards. The Falcons don't, and yet they're all standing around looking at the ball like, "Wow, that's you look like an idiot." <laughs> look oh, at that. Is that a football? What? Is, What's that doing on our grass? That's a football. <laughs> There's five guys or, or, there. Or it's the Lombardi Trophy. Let's not go pick that up either. <laughs> I swear. I mean, they have figured out every way to lose. It was madness. But, uh, hmm. yeah, do you want Charles Barkley's comments after this game? Sure. Because it yeah. was fun stuff. Oh. What on earth is so urgent <laughs> that you have to raise your hand? Am I camera four? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Here we go. I just want to say something, America. Y'all know right. I love football. It's my favorite sport. Okay. And let me tell you something. What? I lost for a fortune on the Atlanta Falcons and the Super Bowls when they choked. But let me tell you something. They outdid themselves today. That was the biggest choke job what the Atlanta Falcons did today. I'm not giving a Dallas Cowboys. It's only week two. Stop that stop was a choke What about the Cowboys? Stop it, man. They outdid themselves today. <laughs> and then the greatest meme after the game, the Falcons just blew a 20-point lead. At least something normal happened in the year 2020. That's a good tweet. And there you go. And there you go. So not a good day for the Falcons once again. No, it was not. Not a good, like, century for the Falcons when you think about it. <laughs> Let's see, 44, 54, 64 years. Uh, 64 uh, 30, years. No, 34, 54 years. It's not been a good 54 mm. years uh, for the Falcons. Correct. All right, 888 also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, but And we were talking about the masks a few minutes ago. Even uh, Big Tex. You know who Big Tex is? The, yeah. The gigantic 
guy with the cowboy hat that they have at the state fair. Oh, Texas State Fair, yeah. That's um, not happening this year. Yeah. For, uh, I don't know why. But even so, they gave Big Tex a mask, which is, uh, that's fantastic. Well, look put, at that. Put a mask on Big Tex. What in the howdy, folks, on his mask? <laughs> Shut up. I mean, you, you don't go. have to do that. You didn't have to do that. No, you didn't. Oh, okay. And yet, they did. Uh, with a height of 55 feet, Big Tex will always maintain the recommended six feet of social distance. <laughs> right. Who wrote this crap? <laughs> but the animatronic statue erected on Wednesday to commemorate the canceled State Fair of Texas is wearing a mask anyway, mm-hmm. showing solidarity with Texans and becoming a flashpoint in the debate yeah. over mandated coverings. If Big Tex can wear a mask, you you can too, according to Dallas Mayor Eric Johnson. Oh, shut up. Other social media users joined Johnson in applauding the decision. Uh, okay, that's yeah, just... that's drivel. Dallas Morning News, thank you. Representative Matt Rinaldi of Irving had a different one-word initial reaction. Stupid. That was stupid. Very similar to what our reaction uh-huh. was, uh, now that I think of it. Howdy, folks. Also breaking news in schools, police uh, force forcefully dragged a man from a school board meeting in South Dakota. This is interesting. South Dakota. Because they've been pretty yeah. free about it. They've been freedom-loving, and, and Christy Nome has not mandated anything statewide. So maybe this is a local regulation. Yeah, i got to find out what town this is, yeah. Uh, but here's what happened at one of the uh, school board meetings. Are you serious? <clears throat> you seriously going to do this? This is embarrassing. Look at this. Here come the cops. Because he's yep. not wearing a mask. Mm. I mean, this is America. Boy, I miss those days when we used to say, that'll never happen here. Yeah, well, that's completely gone now. Yeah, that was... We know anything can happen here. And and the, the cops are trying to talk him into wearing a mask? Yeah, they wouldn't have... I guess they wouldn't have taken him out if, he, if he'd worn one. If he would have put one on even now. If it's part of their policy that you have to wear a mask, so force me out. You're going to make, yes, you're going to have to drag me out. And this is what they do. We're going to run out of time here. You're sowing discord within our communities. Pause it for a second because I want to show the rest of this. This is, uh, it's not America. What do you do if you're in his position? First of all, I. First of all, <laughs> I would have worn the mask just to avoid this kind of thing. You know, is that's, it worth it? Are you making a strong statement here? Is it worth that statement? That's a government situation. That's a school board. That's not a private business. That's true. Yeah, I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. they shouldn't. This is not good. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't stop wearing masks, we're going to keep being required to. And yet resistance is futile. We'll show you what they do with him coming up here in a few minutes. On Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. If uh, somehow you missed it over the weekend, the big news, of course, was that uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed on. Uh, She died Friday night. 87, I think, uh, is... Is how old she was. I think that's right. Yeah. And so <clears throat> the big, the big battle this week it will be 
whether or not Donald Trump dares nominate somebody to replace her. And of course, the left doesn't want that to happen until after the election, thinking it's going to be Joe Biden making the uh, nomination. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Also got some tweets here. A damn Schiffler tweets. Have you guys looked into the dying wish clause in the Constitution? <laughs> no, uh, honestly, have to admit, I, I have not. You have not? I have not. Wow. So maybe we should do that today. Yeah, a lot of sometime. folks were telling us uh, over the weekend, all we need is a lemon and a hairdryer. Oh. We'll be able to find it that oh, way. Oh, okay. Huh. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> and it's got to be in a uh, controlled environment, right? Sure. Yeah, very yeah. sterile. And you have to call Nicolas Cage to help you okay. out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. Quartermaster Second Floor tweets, if the libs or media noticed, Lindsey Graham said lame duck president mm-hmm. in 2016. Okay, yes, that's another slight difference. Trump has the power to appoint, uh, and GOP has the Senate to pass that appointment. He's not a lame duck. Uh, Swilling Duck tweets, anytime you guys want to play that clip of the screaming RBG death-timing uh, lunatic, please do. I can't get enough of it, and it makes me so happy to be listening to your show. You mean this one right here? The, where she? Oh, you guys! <laughs> I'm driving in a car, but I just got a notification that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died! <laughs> <laughs> Could this year get any worse? <laughs> Telling you, man, you change out a few words there, and that is me after the Falcons Cowboys game. <laughs> so, and, you weren't screaming at Ruth? No, I wasn't no. screaming at Ruth. Blaming her for dying when it was inconvenient for you? Yeah, I, I just, huh? No, I was all right, had a little bit other yeah. issues there. Mm-hmm. From Corey Pa, uh, so the most sane initial reaction to RBG passing is from Donald Trump? Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. actually. Actually, it is. Uh, by far, I think. 888-933-93. We were playing the uh, school board meeting where somebody had the unmitigated gall to show up without a mask. Mm-hmm. And so the police were called. They show up to this guy. They start trying to talk him into wearing a mask or leaving on his own or whatever. Uh, here's the rest of that clip. It's disgusting. Do you harass your clients? And if, when, when they're at your restaurant to put on masks, sir, do you oh, harass sir. them? Sir, we're not, we're not going to argue. Do you? Yeah, at this point, at this point, you could be facing additional charges of obstruction if you don't. If you don't of what? I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so then I get, get it. I get it. You can, you're going to have to drag me out. Completely absurd. You know that, right? All right, sir. No. This is an embarrassment. Look how tall this guy is. Cool. Please don't do it, man. Read your fine. Relax. Relax. It ain't worth all of that, brother. Really? Look how big he is. Yeah, this guy's gigantic. Three, gotta be at least six five six six. This is America, 2020. I want these people to video it while their cops of minority descent have to do this to everybody, constantly putting you people in these positions. He just wants to have a say in what's going on. Believe me. Oh man, Metro South Dakota, by the way. 
Jeez. Is it worth it, really? Is that Was that worth the police officer's time to be sent there because a guy didn't have a mask on? The mask, by the way, which does almost nothing. But we have convinced ourselves somehow that it's the most important measure you can take to avoid spreading the virus. All right. Oh, okay. The, the same thing you told us in the very beginning was absolutely worthless and meaningless. By hmm. the way, reports all, right. all over the pethead world of Walmart uh, picking up the the stickers in the uh, aisles mm-hmm. that say you have to walk this way. Yeah. You know, that the virus has been following. Because the virus only follows whichever way the green arrow has been pointing. Yeah. It doesn't shop on aisles when the red X is there or what have you. So anyway. It's a really are, smart virus. It, it really right? is. Right. And we learned last week. That when you're standing up, that's why you wear the mask, because the virus doesn't bug you if you're sitting down. Straight over your head. If you're sitting at the restaurant, Mm -hmm. the virus is like, oh, cool, you're sitting down. I can't tag you. You won't be it if you're sitting down. if you dared walk from the door to your table without a mask, you're instantly infected. Game over. Yeah. So Walmart, starting to get the point, Mm -hmm. and they're picking up the stickers, and they have uh, changed, they've removed the corrals at the front of their stores. Okay. uh, Good. We're making progress, America. Uh, it's, what will be fascinating to see is if we have a second wave, if we have a surge and it you know gets a lot worse than it is right now, will they reinstitute all of that stuff? In, in the UK, they're not ruling it out. They're having a second surge in UK, Spain, France, pretty much all of Europe is going through this a second time now. And they think it's going to be even worse than the first. But uh, so they're considering shutting down their economy again. They just said that we're not we can't rule out locking down the the country on a nationwide basis. Well, Biden didn't rule that out either. Biden said if, if it's bad enough, he'll do it. It's only only if Trump is in office will we avoid, I think, I hope a mandated second shutdown. We've got to do something differently here. 888 uh, Also, speaking of Joe, he was out over the weekend discussing some really important issues. Um, here he is talking about chicken hmm. and, well, chicken poop Oh, and methane. We are Wait, going what? to pay you <laughs> for planting certain crops that, in fact, absorb carbon from the air. Okay. That's part of what the plan relates to in okay. terms of agriculture and, sure. and, and, the and, environment. and the environment. But as it relates to, if you're talking about mm-hmm. regulation that relates to fertilizer and water tables, that's a different <laughs> thing. In the United States, in my state of Delaware, uh-huh. we have a $4 billion industry, chickens, okay. chicken chickens. and chicken and poultry, and all what okay. is all the, all the manure, quite frankly, Poop. that is a consequence of chickens. Poop. And so it's polluting the Chesapeake Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But we found out, we've invested a lot of money, we found out you can Studying pelletize chicken this poop. and take out, it. Take out the, the methane so huh. you're in a position Whoa, where take out the you can pad? use that fertilizer uh. without the damage that was <laughs> yeah. being done before. Okay. Yeah. Chicken poop. So they've done a lot of studying on that. Hope I hope they've studied. I hope he studied chicken poop a lot. I hope he looked deeply into it uh, because it's really important. I know he talks about uh, bull poop a lot. Uh, so uh-huh. uh, yeah, that, that's what we're uh, debating now. And in fact, he said um, they spent a lot of money. Yeah, like we've spent lots of money. Mm-hmm. 
on studying chicken poop. And chickens in Delaware are a $4 billion industry. Hmm. Who knew? I didn't know chickens were so important to the economy of Delaware, but that's great. It's great to know. Uh, by the way, the debate one week from today, right? Yeah, I think so. First debate. No. No? It's uh, the 29th, so oh, okay. Tuesday. It's so a week, week from, from tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, okay. All righty. Hmm. A week from tomorrow. Excited? I can't I seriously can't wait. So are you being serious? Yes. Yeah. I can't wait. I. He's going to get his head handed to him. So... Not literally. Let's don't. Metaphorically speaking. Let's just pretend it's going to be just a. Let's not set expectations too high. Right. Well, yeah. And then we can yes. be pleasantly surprised. Actually, it's my expectations are so low yeah. for Joe. Joe. Yeah. That uh, I think it might be very, very difficult for him. Yeah. I wonder what they're going to talk about. Anything happened in the news lately that nah, might come up? Does, not that I can think of. Hmm. All right. Huh. I mean, it's been boring lately. Maybe he'll so. just uh, go through the chicken poop thing again because <laughs> that was really riveting. That's good. Uh, all right. 888-900-3393. Over the weekend, other than the Packers winning and the uh, Falcons finding another way to lose, <laughs> yes. a gigantic lead. Somebody said, because I said I think they've they've lost every way possible. Someone said, have they lost... With a walk-off safety. <laughs> like, no! I don't think that's happened yet, right? That's all, yeah. Okay. So that'll happen, I'm sure. So, so there's still plenty of things they can do to lose. <laughs> um, Philadelphia is not off to a great start. Stu's got to be smarting a little bit because um, they lost to the Rams over the week yesterday. Bad. And they lost, oh, I think it was 37-19. to 19. Correct. And apparently Carson Wentz is not having a great season so far. We're only two games into it. Mm. But uh, he got booed yesterday, despite the fact that there were no fans in the stands. (laughs) 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 So the virtual fans booed Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz. Philadelphia is brutal, Is that amazing? (laughs) Ouch. No kidding. Nobody's in the stands, and yet the boos come cascading down. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Only in Philadelphia. Only in Philadelphia. Amazing. Uh, all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, did the did the kneeling thing happen yeah. again? I didn't yesterday? see it at all. I didn't see any kneeling, mm-hmm. and I didn't see any talk of kneeling. Nope. I watched almost the whole Cowboys Falcons game, and they didn't they didn't really discuss it. Nope, I didn't see it. Um, I think the only thing that came close from me having the TVs on all day was ESPN ran some commercial, and that was it. Uh, oh, Black Lives Matter commercial like kind of that, thing. Yeah. yeah, I saw that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agonizing. But Emmett Smith did say that he would kneel for the national anthem because he's faced injustice. Okay. Oh, he said he would kneel during the national anthem to protest against racial discrimination and police brutality if he was still playing. Yeah, I think I would do something. Just as much as I ran out, ran out there and defended that that star when T.O. did what he did. <laughs> hmm. All right. Why? Uh, why not? I can defend the star. I definitely. If I can defend the star, I can definitely. Defend the right for everybody to have equal justice. Yeah, except that's not what that's about. Again, <laughs> Emmett, look into it just oh, a little bit, if you would. He clearly has not, based on no. his fun quotes regarding kneeling. Yeah, and there are, there are some fun quotes, right? Uh, I am inspired by these three young cats. 
and I think he means Kaepernick and uh, Reed. I don't know who the third is. I'm inspired by these young cats. He said, there's no doubt the NFL players are trying to do good in the community. No, there is doubt. <laughs> All you have to do is look into it. Just just go to the website. That's all I ask. <laughs> now they're flexing their muscles in a different way. Voting happens to be one of the best ways to exercise your complete rights and really affect change through legislation and policies. Hmm. Jerry needs to cut it out. That's uh, uh, Jerry Jones, the owner of the team. He needs to cut it out. Don't distort the message because of the flag. It's bigger than the flag. That flag ain't hurting one soul as it waves. What? So then if it's not hurting a soul... Then why why are you kneeling? Why aren't you showing respect to it, bro? Right. (laughs) It's there as a reminder of what many men and women, black and white, died for. Well, yeah. So then show respect, man! You're making our point. He's making it about the flag. (laughs) Is he... Listening to the words that he's saying. that are coming out of his mouth. Go dance, man. <laughs> it's just it's a real shame because you know you look up to these guys and you respect their uh, skill level and you, you come to know them as kind of football heroes and then they start talking. <laughs> it's like no, please don't ruin it. Please, please stop. Please. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Laurel Springs. Uh, this year, back to school is leaving a lot of parents wondering uh, how are we going to do this. Um, if distance learning is anything like it was last year, you know you need a proven solution. You need Laurel Springs with almost thirty years' experience in distance education. Laurel Springs is the expert in online learning, and it goes from kindergarten through twelfth grade and even beyond. Laurel Springs student-centered experience is a framework for each learner's path and for their pace. And since they're fully accredited, their transcripts are recognized by colleges and universities worldwide. Take control of your child's education. Know what they're learning and um, make sure that you're involved in it. Enroll today at laurelsprings.com unleashed. You'll get a waived registration fee when you do that. That's laurelsprings.com slash unleashed for a waived registration fee. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze. It's back in for fall football. And so apparently is the Pac-12. You know, the Pac-12 is like that little dog, Chester. Remember that cartoon? <laughs> with his uh-huh. with his big tough friend Spike. Hey Spike, hey, you want to play ball? Huh? You want to play ball? <laughs> hey Spike, you wanna? Huh? Huh? Wanna? Spike, you wanna? Huh? Nah. 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 Smacks him. You wouldn't like that, would you, Spike? <laughs> <laughs> exactly my thought as well, man. Hey, hey, hey Big Ten, you want to play ball? Huh? You wanna? Nah. <laughs> and then they decide. Okay, so first of all, first of all. Uh, we're gonna. We're only gonna play conference games. Pac-12 said, "Yeah, we're we're only gonna play conference games too." Okay, Spike. <laughs> then the Big Ten said, "Uh, we're not gonna play in the fall at all." And the Pac-12 said, "Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna play in the fall too." Big Ten. Big Ten. I, then the Big Ten said, "You know what? We are gonna play in the fall." And the Pac-12 is saying, "Yeah, you know what? We're 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 gonna play in the fall too." It's like the Big Ten, right, Spike? <laughs> Pathetic, man. So, 
It's embarrassing. Yeah. It's I, embarrassing. I got news for the Pac-12. The Big Ten ain't who you want to be emulating right now. No, that's They right. are a chaotic mess with no leadership, man. Come on. Really true. Uh, all right. We got some uh, tweets here from Meatbird. The mask Nazis are winning everywhere. I can't let my asthmatic da- daughter play her junior year of soccer because they're forcing the kids to wear masks during practices and games. What in the world? Asinine. Oh, Jeez. that is heartbreaking. Liberty Dictator. Why can we sit at a restaurant without a mask, but the guy had to wear one at a school meeting? Mm. Well, yeah, and they were sitting there, too. They should have been should oh, have yeah. been below the virus. Didn't they? Thank there you for putting there's that a, up, Rob. See? There's the chart. Send that to South Dakota. <laughs> the, yeah. When you're walking, right. the virus bounces right off your mask. Right. But when you're sitting, it goes over your head. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask. That's what we've learned by every state's <clears throat> restaurant policy. So good. Reality check. Uh, executive orders from the governors of any state is not and does not become a law until it goes through the legislative branch. That's right. Uh, anyone arrested and fined for not wearing a mask should sue the government and the police force for infringement upon their rights. Uh, B. De Bonine. After yesterday's Falcons debacle, I think the NFL needs to put a warning on before their games. Something like, Warning, some images in the following game may be offensive to some viewers. Disturbing, yes. To uh, Especially to Keith. And maybe they put that in parentheses. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Attack, and, attack Yuki. Why is it that we can't text and drive, but we can record ourselves screaming and throwing a tantrum while we drive? Because <laughs> the left likes that. They like Holy it. F- <laughs> you guys! <laughs> I'm driving in a car, but I just got a at the end there would be nice helpful kind of finish it off (laughs) (laughs) nice job oh man triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three the saudi royal family a little bit split over whether they should seek peace with israel like the uae has done and bahrain has done an argument is raging behind palace doors now that now that the uae and bahrain are on on board and forged ties with israel should they do the same now, the Saudi's, uh, Saudi Arabian monarch, King Salman bin Abdulaziz, has been at odds with his son, Crown Prince Mohammed, Bill Salman. <clears throat> I, I've never understood the Bill? different name Bill? thing. It's bin. No, I'm sorry. Oh, Mohammed. Okay. Did I say Mohammed Bills? No, it's... Bill, Bill Salman. Yeah, I, I thought... Crown man, Prince Mohammed kinda... bin Salman. Bin, okay. Over, uh, because... The crown prince apparently wants to embrace Israel. Huh. The king is a longtime supporter of the Arab boycott of Israel hmm. and the Palestinians' demand for an independent state. The prince wants to move past what he sees as an intractable conflict to join with Israel in business and align against Iran. Wow, that's great. And forward thinking for Saudi Arabia? You bet. That would be something else if uh, Saudi Arabia joins this. 
But as I kind of think about it and what John Kerry said a few years ago, I guess it's not even possible. So mm-hmm. never mind. Never mind. Well, there will be no separate peace. There will be no separate between peace. Between Israel and yeah. the Arab world. Right. I want to make that very clear to yes, all of you. Yes, you're making it clear. I've John. heard several prominent politicians in Israel sometimes in Israel. saying, sometimes well, the Arab world's in a different place now. We just have to reach out to them and right. we can work some things with the Arab world and sure. we'll deal with the Palestinians. No. No, 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 and no. No, are you saying no, John? I can tell you that reaffirmed even in the last mm-hmm. week as I have talked to <laughs> leaders of the Arab community. There will be no advance wow. and separate peace with wow. the Arab world wow. without the Palestinian process and Palestinian peace. Huh. Everybody needs to understand that. I see. That is a hard reality. Well, apparently it softened up just a tad, wow. that reality, John. That's a power. I don't remember this. Yeah, I didn't. This was a I few years either. ago when yeah. he was Secretary of State. Yes. And he was saying, no, we don't want peace. Well, there can't be. He's saying that there can't be peace unless you involve the Palestinians. In other words, you can't go around the Palestinians to, okay. let's say, the United Arab Emirates and, huh. and forge a peace agreement with them or or a Bahrain. <laughs> Certainly not. And there's a, because there's a chasm, Keith. There's a <laughs> chasm between yeah. between those states. I see that. And uh, um, yeah, the president just just uh, uh, got them together and uh, yeah, and just signed that agreement. I, so I'm sorry he didn't consult with you first. <laughs> it's a good thing he didn't. Because uh, yeah, there there can be and there is Middle East peace without uh, the Palestinians being. That on has board. got to be the most. Underreported, right? Big deal, yes. Ever, I think so too. I mean, seriously, yeah. how wrong they were. I mean, that should be it all is over a, the place. An iconic photo of Jimmy Carter when when Israel and Egypt signed their peace deal. You see that right. everywhere, right? Trump gets Israel to the table with two Arab countries, mm-hmm. and it's like crickets from the media. Yeah. Well. <laughs> According to Nancy Pelosi, all that was was a distraction. Anyway, peace in the Middle East is yeah, now it's a, a distraction. distraction. It's a distraction. Yeah. So, besides, there could be no peace agreement, no separate peace agreement without the Palestinians. Uh, that's a hard. That's a hard fact. Reality that just can't be overcome. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. There will be no peace. Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. Some tweets at Pat Unleashed. Corey Pa tweets, if those cops were truly scared of what was coming out of that guy's mouth, that's at the uh, school board meeting, they'd have subdued him and placed a covering over his face. Uh, Kevin Cundiff tweets, why did the screaming girl have to tell her audience that she was driving in a car? What was... <laughs> Was that a super important piece, or is her audience just that dumb? Oh. Yeah, Puddin, we do see the car around you. We can kind of get that. Well, if- oh, no. You guys! <laughs> I'm driving a car, but I just driving got a, a car, notification but- that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died! Ah! <laughs> Could this year get any f- worse? <laughs> Now, the word that was edited out there, uh, at least audio-wise, it looks like she's saying fun. 
Yeah. Is she screaming fun? Is she having fun during this apocalyptic moment? Fun! Maybe that's what it is. Fun! I think that's what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. By the way, did you realize that as she was recording that video, she was in a car? Driving in a car? No. Oh, I didn't until she said, <laughs> I'm driving in a car. <laughs> But that was so was good. That is weird. on the tweet. Yeah. Thanks for telling us. Uh, Bronco Nagurski fan club. But Mr. Kerry, do you foresee a cybering peace between them? <laughs> the Israelis. The Israelis and the and the uh, other se- Arab states. There'll never be a peace between. There will them. be no separate no, peace. No separate peace. Right. Between- However. What? However, there, what? Uh, there may be. Uh, some cybering some going cybering on. Cybering going yes. on? Okay. Uh, because he did talk about the cybering situation. <laughs> looking at cyber. Look, we, could... we were looking at cyber. That's what we were doing. <laughs> we're not cybering. We're looking at cyber. Looking at cyber, where you can press a button. <laughs> yes. And and stop a nation's business completely. Is that what cyber is? When you look at cyber, that's yeah. when you press a button mm-hmm. and uh, you stop a nation in its tracks or what? alter all kinds of services that are in that nation. Uh-huh. Uh, we have, uh, uh, and, and, and nothing is being done mm-hmm. to follow up on what we started in the Obama-Biden administration mm-hmm. right. to work with China on setting the rules of the road for cyber. We, uh, <laughs> how worried are you about the future of American cyber. political institutions? So I guess the two sides well, are... I'm right. worried. I'm worried. Right now, worried. We're, worried our democracy too. is not working up to We far. don't have a democracy, John. That's why it's not working up Too much up to money far. in our system. Mm-hmm. Uh, far too little... Uh, Cybering? A, uh, sensitivity to the right. plight of a whole bunch of people who are living far more mm-hmm. unequal lives. The disparity of wealth distribution in mm-hmm. our country has grown wow. worse and worse by the year. Uh, so this we have major challenges. And if people don't have adequate access to the ballot, um, I mean, that's the stuff on which revolutions are built. Whoa, 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 wow. Whoa. They keep saying it. They keep talking about the revolution, and uh, that's because they want one. That's because they're planning one. That's because they're right now uh, really uh, participating in one. They're trying to bring about a revolution. Speaking of cyber, all that you have to do is press a button, and the nation's economy stops. That's part of the revolution of which we speak. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, how many times do they have scary. to say that they're doing this revolution, that a revolution is coming, before we finally take them at their word and think, okay, well, yeah, that's what this is all about. Yeah, and he said that before Antifa was right heavy in the streets and before BLM did their thing. Hey, because they've been planning on it for some time. Wow. For some time. And we see it now. Mm-hmm. We see it uh, everywhere we look. You see the chaos in the streets, that's part of the revolution. You see the looting and the rioting and them doing nothing about it or saying nothing about it. In fact, encouraging it, that's part of the revolution. The more chaos uh, they can encourage, the better it is for them. Really something else. And it's just a matter of whether we sit back and, and allow it to happen or whether we stand up and take a stand. Uh, and I'm hoping we do the latter. I'm hoping we stand up just like um just like what's his face says uh in the song god bless the usa and i gladly stand up next to you lee greenwood lee greenwood 
Yes, he's still singing the song right now in West Virginia. That is fascinating. Uh, from uh, from 2003. He knows most of the troops are already back home, right? <laughs> like we just have a handful No, I don't, I don't think he's heard because he's been too busy, you know, playing that song for the last 17 years. A lot of, a lot of things have changed since <laughs> a lot. he opened up. That, That's really true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he's still willing to stand up next to you and defend her still today. Well, that's mighty nice of him. Yeah, that's really nice. Uh, all right. I think he'd be surprised when he when he finally, you know, finishes the song. <laughs> He'll be surprised at what's transpired. For instance, uh, the West is on fire. I guess they had some rain in some parts of the West, and that helped a lot and cleared out the area. Like, they played a game in Seattle yesterday, and they said uh, they – it, during one of the breaks, they were talking about looking out at Mount Rainier, which you couldn't even see three days before that. Wow! Because of the smoke, couldn't even come close to seeing that. But the rain cleared some some of that out. Uh, but there's some frightening things that have been going on, like this uh, tornado that was generated by the wildfire. These are fascinating. And a guy who drove right up to it. Right up to it. Watch this. Look at that. Thank you, Tom. <clears throat> That is a that is a fire generated tornado. So weird. Uh, he's driving toward it, Pat. Pat, he's driving. Pat, he's yeah. driving toward it. And I don't think I'd be doing that. Toward <clears throat> it doesn't seem like a good idea. Pat, he's almost in it. Wow. I mean, he literally drove into it. Look at this. Wow. Fortunately, it's not super powerful. Apparently, right? Uh, it's not. Lifting the car or okay. throwing it around. Ruin the drama. <laughs> that was dangerous. Still. I it, wouldn't be doing that. No, I, w I wouldn't either. First of all, it'd mess up your car a little bit. Uh, that's and you one heard thing. you heard he got close enough to get some of that debris. Ting, 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 yeah. Pebbles and stuff. Yeah. E. But we shouldn't be doing stupid things like that. In in my opinion, now if you want to take your life into your own hands whoa, and whoa. you're we, an adult... <laughs> Where else are we going to get the cool video to play on Pat Gray Unleashed? <laughs> That's a really good point. If someone doesn't want to take it upon themselves to get that close to You're it. right. Keep doing it. Yeah, thank you. Keep doing it and sending it and in. And then tag me at Keith Malinak on Twitter. Thank you. <laughs> and I'll see. Uh, but a California family did not appreciate uh, the Harris-Gavin Newsom photo op that they took advantage of. Uh, so look at that. This isn't just devastation. This is our lives. Governor Gavin Newsom and Senator Kamala Harris tweeted out photos Tuesday showing their visit to a home Climate destroyed change by the is real. fire. Uh, the Patton family saw the photos and realized mm -hmm. that's their house, oh. or what's left of it. When we saw those photos, it was... Mm. I, you, I mean, there aren't words, because it's like we haven't even seen... Our house. We haven't even seen oh, our wow. property. Well, there is no house. We haven't even seen our property. Kamala has. The family is accusing mm -hmm. Governor Newsom and Senator Harris of using their pain as a political tool and a photo opportunity. This is where we grew up. These are our memories. Mm. And to to not have that, to feel so helpless. And, and I guess that's kind of what we've all been thinking is that we are so helpless because we weren't there. We haven't got to deal with our loss. Mm. Instead, we're having to play, have it played out on social media and news. So these are the stories behind these fires. And the people who are, who are victimized by these, you know, they could care less and their children could care less who they voted for in the last election. Oh, my. <laughs> so they and their children all care about it. They care 
Somewhat. It might be a great deal. They might care an awful lot. They might care more than they care about anything else in the world <laughs> about the next election. I, I can't believe she said it. Right. She, I'm sorry. We can't have a vice president that says I could care less. I We can't. Okay. <laughs> Putin, it is I couldn't care less, which means you're at the bottom of your caring uh, <laughs> level. You can't. You know, they could care less, and their children could care less who they voted for in the last election. Uh, <laughs> well, good. Then they, they care. I'm glad to see they care. <laughs> it's not that hard, man. It's not that hard. Why? It really isn't. Why is that such a mental block for people? I don't know. So bizarre. Plus, the fact that they're using, you know, that those people's home for mm-hmm. their political gain is a little bit despicable. But, uh, I mean, that happens all the time. They, they go to the area, they start talking about it, and the individual lives, and trying to pretend like they really care, even though they could care less. Or maybe they couldn't care less. Yeah, they... I'm, I think it's probably the latter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Yep. Oh, it's agonizing. Yep. Uh, Kamala Harris. Plus, can you put up the very beginning of this with the with the tweets where they're blaming climate change again? This drives me out of my mind. Just the very beginning of what we just played with uh, Kamala and Newsom. Uh, all right, keep going. It wasn't up. Oh, eh, was it? Yes, climate change is real, is his point with a forest fire yeah. behind it. Gavin Newsom tweeted that out. <laughs> climate change is real. It doesn't matter how many times they're told. Yeah. That is not science. That is not science. That is not proven. It's not even believed by real climate change people who understand what causes fire. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> what it, causes fire? <laughs> and It's not man-made fire? No. Well, some of them are actually. Yeah, well, some that, of them no, were that's started. A good point. That's actually a great point. And, yeah. Which is another point against climate change. Many of these were arson. Others are because there's so much underbrush that they haven't cleared out with controlled burns that when they do get a fire, it burns everything because you've allowed too much underbrush or essentially kindling mm-hmm. to allow that fire to burn out of control. It is not climate change. Please, for the love of heaven, listen to your own people. Michael Schellenberger is saying this. He's trying to tell people. It was just a headline last week. Stop blaming the fire on climate change. That's not what is doing this. Ah, it's so frustrating. Madness. I could be screaming like that woman in her car. And I'm not driving in a car right now. No, you're not. I'm not driving in a Thanks car, just so us. you know. We didn't know. I'm not driving in a car, but I'm very frustrated. Are you going to yell fun? Fun! Yes. <laughs> I guess the answer to that was yes. That was fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fun! <laughs> so fun. <laughs> that does kind of yeah. get it out. It's yeah. cathartic. Yeah. All right. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust.com. Uh, because when you're relocating, you need an agent that you can uh, really count on to help you through the entire process, to see it all through. You want to sell your home for the most amount of money and the quickest, and then on the other side, when you go to the next uh, location, you want to buy a home and get the most money for your, uh, get the most house for your money. 
And that's where real estate agents I trust come in because these are agents with great track records. They know what they're doing. Uh, they can show you the ropes. They can help you on big decisions like whether or not to repaint the house or you know, uh, change the countertops or things that probably going to cost you a little bit of money, but will get the most money out of it in the end. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's, it's Glenn's company. He started this because he had his own problems with selling a house in uh, Connecticut. It sat there for years. And as I've mentioned, it wound up selling for $37.98. $37.98. So he lost a few dollars in the process, and he didn't want that to happen to you. And that's why he put together this company with really good people that you can count on. Uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. The name really says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. <laughs> This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Apparently, uh, Joe Joe Biden preparing meticulously for the debates. He has one major goal, they say, and that's not to let stay President awake. Trump oh. get away with a single thing. Not stay awake? No. Uh, apparently, he thinks he can. <sighs> I have my doubts on that. Aides and allies to Biden say the nominee needs to be ready to fact-check Trump in real time and not let the president get away with exaggerating or distorting his record. And they say he needs to aggressively hold him accountable for when the candidates meet uh, next Tuesday in Cleveland. Not tomorrow, but a week from tomorrow. Uh, One of his aides said he's going to lie, speaking of Trump, he's going to lie and lie some more and spin everything and blame it all on Biden and Obama. Huh. So you're saying he's going to do exactly the same thing that Biden and Obama did for eight years as they blamed every single thing that went wrong on George W. Bush? Or is that what you're saying? <laughs> so he's going to have to, the VP needs to go on an, on offense and immediately say, this is on you. The state of the economy, high unemployment, kids out of school, a pandemic that's gone unchecked. All of it is on you. Wow. He can't get away with any of it. Non, not one effing thing. Calling out all of the BS. He's actually saying the words. Uh, the only way he wins is if he stays on offense. The second, the second it goes the other way, things could go sideways. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting this kind of stuff, actually. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by but, go, you know the, you know go, the you, thing. Right. I, 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 I got hairy legs. That turn, that 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 turn, blonde in the sun. No one is in a position where they have a significant financial disability as a consequence of this SARS COVID nine coronavirus. Roosevelt came up with a thing uh, that uh, you know was totally different than a than the, the it's called he called the, the you know the World War Two. He had the world the, the, the war production board. Okay. Pearl Pop was a bad dude. They put me in the hospital, and I made it out, and so I'm out. None of us want to uh, be uh, cooped up in our homes. So I learned about roaches. Knock it, knock it. Sounds corny, but it's real. <laughs> and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. <laughs> daddy, daddy, it's unfair to all of us, and it's unnecessary for mm-hmm. all of us. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. We huh. can't make them whole. Strange. Can I see you, daddy? <laughs> kids jumping on my lap. Mask and gowns and mask and all. You gotta, I mean, the and shields, <laughs> why are we waiting? We, the people. Corn pop. We hold these truths. Was a bad dude. <laughs> I just 
spoke at a at Dartmouth. Then maybe a little of this. Uh huh. At the medical school, or okay, not, or I guess I wasn't no. actually on the campus. But not on the campus. On the medical school, were at the, the, they were there. Did, I want to be clear. You don't know where you I'm were. I'm not going nuts. I'm not sure whether it was the medical school or where the hell I spoke. But it was Guatemala, El Salvador, and and Guatemala, went to, El Salvador. To, to win and say or Honduras and say look, Honduras, okay. well, folks, I eliminate one tax loophole out of a trillion mm-hmm. six hundred billion mm-hmm. worth. Trillion six hundred billion. Four, okay. A trillion four hundred no. billion worth. Trillion four hundred billion. Out of a no, billion, a billion four hundred four hundred million million. Words into a trillion four hundred a trillion billion dollars. Four hundred. It's hard to even say it so much. Jeez. And by the way, it costs a lot of money. It costs about seven hundred and forty million million dollars billion, over ten years. Trillion. Every, my long trillion, friend, time friend, and she's a she's friend. She's friend. been my friend is in she, and out of public friend. life. Is mm-hmm. uh, we can do it, and it's going to take billions of dollars to do it. Trillions, we can afford billions, to do it. We can't. We can afford. We can't afford not to do it. Oh. And I think, uh, Secretary. Um, uh-huh. Excuse me. I wasn't. No. Right. The press going to say I'm downgrading my column. Say, Senator uh, Booker. Senate. Senator. The fact is that the bills that the president, that the, excuse me, the future president here, and he did that, it again. That that the senator's talking about invaded wow. another country uh-huh. and, and annexed a significant portion of it called Crimea. Right. He's saying that it was President. My boss, President, your boss. Fault. And they say to you, "Take my shotgun." I said, "I have three. I now have five because my son you died, and I have three okay. of his. You have three of his. I have five shotguns. Three so plus have three a is Maneka's five. Control drug prices. Mm-hmm. You know, the it's, it's not we're, we're no longer using chemical-based things. All this mm-hmm. thing re- dealing with cancers and other issues relating to the immune system are bio-oriented. Right. And uh, all right, NATO." Mm-hmm. The only people who reward, <laughs> entitled to rewards, are stockholders. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. mm-hmm. he is deliberately and completely ignoring the legitimate authority of the Congress, and he's doing what he, wa- what he does with the complicity. Doing what he does what he did. We also That's know what he'll do. we need teachers. My wife is a full-time teacher, taught all, all during being, when we were vice Good. president. Okay. We choose truth over facts. <laughs> okay, so that's what I think is going to happen at yeah. the debates. He, I don't think there's any way you can get through a two-hour debate. Isn't that what this is scheduled for? Two or three hours, mm. whatever it is. There's no way he gets through it uh, in a coherent manner. You think? I mean, maybe he lucks out one time, but not for three. And that's why they're fighting so hard to get him out of these stupid debates, because he's there's no way he can make it through. 90 minutes. Oh. So, let's see. The can first... he get through an hour and a half? Hmm. Come on, man. <laughs> I think the answer is no. It's going to be a I still think the answer is no. Sight to behold. Yeah. Isn't it? Everything is listed at 90 <clears throat> minutes. All presidential debates and vice presidential. All righty. 888 We told you about a couple of football players who were suspended from their school uh, because they carried out a thin blue line, thin red line flags. Uh, they ran out onto the field. Here they go. Uh, they got the American flags. Look at those scoff laws. And then they they had the audacity to actually carry out flags that honor first responders. I mean, what do you think this is, America? In at least one of the cases, their their dad is a first responder. Yeah. And so they got suspended from school for doing that. Uh, Brady Williams and Jared Bentley, the little Miami, Ohio high school football players suspended from the team. Uh, because they carry those flags and have been told they're not allowed to uh, to attend the games. Wow. Now, 
they've been given scholarships. Whoa. The Holiday for Heroes organization announced that they've been awarded, they have awarded the football players whose suspension was dropped by the school now. Scholarships for their actions. Hmm. Holiday for Heroes says it awards scholarships to children of military and first responders who have their lives affected by their parents' service uh, to our country and communities. William's father is a police officer. Bentley's father is a firefighter. So they both have first responders as dads. And the school got so much flack that they reinstituted the two kids in school. Uh-huh. So they're back in school. So they're back. And, and they I got a scholarship. Think, or I think they can play football. Uh-huh. And they got a scholarship now. Doesn't say to where. Maybe these are just generic scholarships. Maybe just giving them scholarships to whatever school they happen to go to. Hmm. Well, that's good. And that's by good. the way, the little Miami football team got its first win of the season Friday night, 55-20. I don't know who they played. Doesn't say. But they, whoever they played, they beat handily. Yeah. Uh, that's more than the Atlanta Falcons can say from the what weekend. What's up with that? I don't, and I don't know. I don't know. It's just a little, little something I thought of just out of the blue. I don't know why. No, that's good. I don't know why. It's really... Why would you pick Atlanta? Yeah. I, mean, why, why I don't even you... live there. Yeah. I, only been there a couple times. I don't. I don't know why the Atlanta Falcons came. Maybe it was because they were up by twenty at one point and nineteen at halftime, and then they lost forty to thirty nine. Maybe that had to do something. By the way, the first team in NFL history to score thirty nine points in a game, not turn the ball over, and lose. You're welcome. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, they scored twenty five <laughs> points and thirty nine <laughs> points in their zero and two. Oh my gosh, that's, that's not good. No. That onside kick thing was just. I mean, it was a good idea for an onside kick. It mm-hmm. doesn't excuse the Falcons. It was really cool how it just kind of spun. Yeah, and, and they were fascinated by yeah. it. Yeah, they were like, "Whoa, whoa, look at that thing what spin! Is that? You can spin the ball like yeah, that." I didn't know a football would wow, act that way. Guys, come and look at that! Whoa, whoa. Yes. and you had the one Falcon. No, no, no! Everybody, wait! We're watching this thing. We're watching it. Back <laughs> off! <laughs> yep. Oh, I thought I'm watching yes, that whole sir. thing. I'm thinking there's one guy out of eleven. One guy knows jump on the button. No, nope. They actually claim they know the rules, too, that you don't have to let it go the 10 yards. <laughs> then why didn't you get on the ball? That's their coach, yeah, he said that. <laughs> All right, we'll see you tomorrow. 888 thirty three ninety three is the number to call then.